Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Late Night Rentals. I'm your host Brandon Sockiel. Joined with me is my wife Shariah. Hello! And uh, this week we go to the prom. Oh yeah! Vicky's getting ready for the prom. Good morning, prom queen. Only nominated, not the winner. But she's about to get a visit from the past. I've been seeing things. Hallucinations about Mary Lou Maloney. That girl who died at our school. My mind plays strange tricks. It's not my mind, damn you. It's Mary Lou Maloney. We're in trouble, you and I. What are you talking about? Mary Lou Maloney has come back. It's like I'm not in control of myself. I am afraid I might hurt somebody. Somehow her spirit has come back from the grave and she will come after you and me. This is the only thing that will protect you. Demon, be gone. Be gone? Come on. Again. You're not leaving this house. Mary Lou has found her way back. And Mary Lou is coming out to party. All righty. Hello, Mary Lou. Prom Night 2. It is a 1987 Canadian slasher film, as you can tell, as there are sometimes some stories thrown in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is the... F- There's five movies in this series. Can you believe that? I didn't know there were five. Oh, yeah. I have yet to see three or four. I've yeah. never seen three or four. Neither have I. And that's including... The reason why five, that's including the 2008 remake. Oh, you know what? I did see that one. I w- it was actually right before prom, and my friend and I, we went to go see it. And Good God. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good <laughs> so you went you, it was something you did actually before going to prom or was it uh yeah because it came out right before prom season uh-huh. um and we just decided to go see it because hey it's gonna be prom and right oh we kind of wish we didn't the prom was better than that movie <laughs> <laughs> and our prom wasn't that great to begin with no it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting about this one because it's 1987 the first one is 1980 so why Seven years after the first one, I wonder what made them decide, you know what? Prom Night, that slasher, it needs a sequel. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Maybe because... Seven years, though. That's maybe weird. because uh, th- during that time, things were being more sequeled, or maybe things were being a little bit... Well, I think it was, uh, especially, I, I, well, yeah, going into like the late 80s, almost early 90s, I think that's when the slasher genre started taking a dip. Yeah. So I think that's when they were trying to pull out everything out of the cupboard and be like, okay, here, let's see, what, what can we reboot? What can make some money? <laughs> Which I guess, uh, if what I found out, it's uh, it, it did okay in the box office. Yeah. It, it got more popular in home video. Which was the case for a lot of things. Yeah. And still is today, actually. I, a lot of people, I think, misjudge a movie that if it doesn't do well in the box office, it's a stinker. Right. Where it's like, not really. Not for the most part. I know, especially with Netflix doing what they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, just independent filmmaking in general is getting better. Or even just like video on demand now, too. I think a lot of people miscount what a movie still brings in and when it goes to Blu-ray and DVD. Mm-hmm. And the rentals it pulls on Vudu and, you know, everything. Yeah. But... Into the movie itself, it's a hodgepodge of everything, really. Especially three things I've always like picked up on 
right away. One being really obvious. It's like a mixture of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Carrie. Yeah. And The Exorcist. Absolutely. Like, all the, <laughs> put those things in the movie, and then you got Prom Night. Yeah, Prom Night, too. <laughs> Especially The Exorcist. They line drop that shit left and right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look at all the... Especially because, like, you've, there's a moment where even the priest is like, the power of Christ compels you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and like, or even, like, the character names. Uh, there's, a, there's a slew of people named after uh, horror directors. The main character being Vicky. Her last name's Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Who is John Carpenter? You've got uh, Kelly Henenlotter, uh, Frank Henenlotter, which uh, he did Frank and Hooker. Right. Mm-hmm. There's like John. There's like a John Waters reference. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's someone named Dante Craven O'Bannon, even Todd Browning who did Freaks. Yeah. I don't know. And then like I was having trouble with Michael Ironside's character though, like his uh, his name's Billy Nordum. I don't know if there's a director named Nordum. I can't think of one. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. If anyone knows, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> But fucking Michael Ironside's in this. Yeah. Oh, I've, Michael Ironside's one of those, he's a character actor that's just, I don't know, man. Again, he's one of those guys that just doesn't get enough credit, I think, especially mainstream-wise. You'll know, Have you seen Scanners? Y- yes, I have. Okay, he's he's pretty much like the main, one of the main Scanners. He's the one in the famous scene where the head explodes. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the head starts shaking. That movie and... is weird. <laughs> But essentially, the the story of this, for anyone who may not know, Hello Lou or Hello Mary Lou Prom Night Two, is essentially this, like you, the right away where the, there's a chest that opens and we're taken back to the yeah. past, 1957, of a prom scene. And uh, Mary Lou, she's this promiscuous, very sexual, yeah, uh, just a bad teen. Everything yeah. that a teen isn't supposed to do. Right. <laughs> Especially in the 50s. Yeah, exactly. But. What happens is is um, you, you get taken back to the past where Michael Ironside's y- his younger self is dating Mary Lou, but she goes off with another guy mm-hmm. and try to get revenge on her. He throws down from from the rafters above. He throws down a stink bomb, <laughs> <laughs> but it catches her dress on fire and burns yeah. her alive. Right. Which that chest itself, we, you and I were talking about this as we were watching it. That chest, and that I think I will ever. Here's why I'll always praise Kevin in the Woods, is because the moment that chest yeah. opens, I'm just like, oh, well, she chose the dress. Yeah. So that unlocks the vengeful spirit. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she was going through the little back room and she was like picking and choosing, and then yeah. finally the chest like brought her to it. And, and I can almost imagine like people in. In Cabin in the Woods, people who are making bets, yeah, they're like, oh, come on, come on, choose that. No, choose that. And then when she chose the dress, like, you hear someone in the room being like, yeah! <laughs> and uh, people in accounting won. <laughs> okay. Was it the crown or was it the dress? I think both. Okay. Because, uh, like, the dress even kills the first girl. Like, okay. strings her up and chokes her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. But, yes, <laughs> okay. it's the, you could say, like, it was the dress and the crown. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, they, it was, it's a, I think it's a combination of Mary Lou's uh, spirit itself. Okay. Because even towards the end, Vicky, the main character, Vicky, uh, started wearing the dress a lot. Like, she even had the dress on. I just, the reason why I say dress is part of this is because it, why else would it string the the first girl up? No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. First girl. yeah. You wanted to talk about the VHS cover. Yes, I want to talk about the VHS cover. Now, I'm an artist and I love art. And mm-hmm. 
I love old horror movie posters and oh, the covers. Yeah. Uh, this one is actually really, really good. It, it's like almost like a Drew Struzan, but a simple one. Mm. So you got, you've got the locker, and then you have Mary Lou in the middle of it with it open with fire in the background with her arms crossed like if it was her grave yeah, or her coffin. Yeah, yeah, I love this. I love this so much. I Again, that's something that you and I have talked about and, and some of our closest friend we've, friends we've talked about. Like, movie posters is almost it's almost a lost art now yeah. just because of you know i mean not to not to shit on photoshop but it is i mean i can understand the quickness behind it to, mm -hmm. to push out a product but at the same time i i've been noticing some kind of post art returning yeah even though i haven't seen the movie monsters Tru monster trucks but if you see the blu-ray that cover's amazing i know it's such a yeah. waste almost <laughs> <laughs> well then it's yeah and then like i think it's just in terms of more I think symmetry and and attention to detail is starting to come back to posters. Yeah, I agree. I've been noticing. But one of the things I also want to mention in the movie is the effects. While there's not a lot, mm -hmm. the effects that do happen are actually really cool. Yeah, they do hold up. I really enjoy them. Yeah, like uh, the rocking horse. Oh my gosh, I love that rocking <laughs> horse with the weird tongue thing. And, the, and the, just the, the stark blood red eyes. Yeah. And, and you're just like, uh, uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> Like the blackboard vortex that sucks her in. Oh, that's like my favorite effect with the arms coming out. And then it turns into like a pool that she's getting, basically she's getting possessed. That's her initiation so, into yeah. getting possessed. And yeah. So she gets sucked into this whirlpool of water, like black liquid. And then like, you can even see the alphabet, like going in there. Like yeah. if somebody wrote on the board. Right. Like the, 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 the little bit of words that were written on the chalkboard. Yeah. Well, no, it was help me, right? Yes, it like, was. Like help me or yeah, yeah something like that. We saw the movie. Yeah, we saw it. <laughs> <laughs> there is this one part that happened I wanted to talk about. It was it was just a cool coincidence, but well, I sh we should mention we watched this on VHS. Yes, classic. <laughs> and there was a moment where after the first kill, the first girl, there's a funeral scene, and then the priest, the girl's name's Jess, I believe. The priest um, is giving his whole spiel at the funeral, and there's a moment where he says the horror we have to deal with in our daily lives and television sets. Mm -hmm. And right when he said television set, the VHS started yeah. tracking itself. Yeah, <laughs> which was really weird. We were like, oh, oh. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. Other than that, though, and there, I think the coolest kill scene, though, has to be in that locker room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's her, um, her friend Monica, one of her close friends. And there's, well, this is the only time, too, that you get nudity. Mm-hmm. Full frontal, too. Like, oh, yeah. Bush like, and all. The girl who plays Vicky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got that bush. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a moment where she starts pretty much stalking Monica. And then Monica, you know, the traditional, I'm going to hide in this locker. Yeah. Hopefully she won't notice me. She does. But instead of, like, opening the locker to kill her, she stands back. And she's like, wop, wop, a bull, bop, a wop. Bam, boom. And like when she says boom, the, the, the lockers like crush in on yeah. themselves and the blood starts spewing out. Yeah, little chunks of blood. Oh yeah. my gosh, I loved it. I probably fucked up that, that song. I don't even know. I <laughs> <laughs> we get it. We got it. Yeah, yeah. A wop, bobaloo, bop, a wop, bam. And if you hear planes, 
in the back on. We're sorry. We live right down the road from a fucking airport. Yeah. It's goddamn annoying. Yes, it is. Speaking of Mary Lou herself, kind of cool. Kind of a, I wish this, again, this almost has like a reminisce of, in terms of what number two does for number one, because I'm not a fan of the I'm, first prom I'm night. not a fan of number one. Um, I watched it on like sci-fi. It was on sci-fi one night. Sci-fi? Or maybe it was like, not sci-fi. <laughs> I mean, I believe. Maybe TMC? Well, I mean, sci-fi, you know, they've been doing their, they always do their oh, 31 it, it Days was, of Halloween. It was TNT. Oh, TNT. It was TNT. And I watched it. And I, I was like, oh, cool, a new thriller. I've never seen this one. And um, I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the same way with the new one. <laughs> it's, 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 it's boring. boring. It's really boring. And and the reason why I mentioned the, uh, how I feel, it's almost kind of compared this to Slumber Party Massacre. Whereas mm-hmm. I think Slumber Party Massacre 1 is better than Prom Night 1 in terms of its sleaze factor. Right. But when you get to 2, oh my gosh, I it's just wacky. Two. Yeah, that's really, they're very comparison. Like the first one's really boring, and the second one they just go all out on it. Yeah, yeah. Although I, I do have to say, uh, Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 does suffer a little bit in the runtime. Oh, yeah. Because it's 97 minutes, mm-hmm. and there are part uh, parts where it's like, oh, it, it does drag here and there. Yeah. I think it could have benefited more from like a 10-minute deduction. Yeah, I could see that. You know, mm-hmm. like almost like an 87 instead of 97, I think it would have helped a lot more. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the ending scene is when it starts getting really cool. Like, I really, the, when, you know, she, Mary takes possession of Vicky, and Vicky gets the crown, and then Michael Ironside shoots her because she's pretty much the vessel uh-huh. you know and so then mary lou punches her way out of oh Vicky's my gosh, chest. <laughs> yes which is an awesome effect yeah but again it's it's sort of you can almost kind of compare it again to nightmare on elm street part two yeah where freddie tears his way out of jesse's body yeah right before the pool scene mm-hmm. so i mean i like this movie but at the same time it, it doesn't there's really no identity of its own because it's mm-hmm. always taking from others especially like there's another effect where they copied the exorcist where his friend was in the sarcophagus and he he has a head turn basically. oh yeah 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 exactly and not that it, this isn't a hindrance to the movie at no. all but it, i mean it instead of feeling like a movie on its own mm-hmm. instead of feeling like hello mary lou prom night 2 mm-hmm. it's like oh well there's it feels like other movies. It does, yeah. And um, but hey, that's fine. I mean, we all take ideas from other things yeah. that we like. Can't fault it for that. No. Overall, though, it's a, it's a fun movie. I enjoy it. It's fun. It's one I I always go back to. Like again, like I said, I haven't seen three or four yet. I've seen bits of the remake. Don't even bother. Haven't finished it. <laughs> but I never go back to one either, except for that song, Prom Night. Oh, yeah. Everything is all right. <laughs> this one, you grab the crotch and go, ow! <laughs> <laughs> Wrong decade. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is this one moment where you, you when she's uh, at, um, she is the corpse on the stage, and she looks up, and you can see the oh, mask. Oh, yeah, you can see it kind of <laughs> lifting up there. Yeah, they like the seam didn't get blended well. Yeah. If it was, I don't even think, no, I think it was just a solid mask. Yeah, at first it was a solid mask, but she starts regenerating, and it yeah, happens, yeah, yeah. And she gets a little different. There is a there is a, a blatant shot of the boom mic. Oh yes, <laughs> right there in the middle. Yeah, yeah, between uh, Michael Ironside and yeah. uh, the guy who plays the priest. Yeah, is it's there a, a is there a Blu-ray release of this or? 
Uh, that is, I'm glad you brought that up. I did want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't yet. Oh, okay. But there is a DVD of it. I kind of remember I this was on my radar a long time ago because, like, you know, like we mentioned, I only have it on VHS. Yeah. And I do kind of remember of the MGM DVD. Still decently priced. Um, you're going to be running you 16 to 20 bucks. And there's like a three-pack, too, I believe, that has Prom Night 2. Carrie and Swim Fan, which I've never seen Swim, Swim Fan. Swim Fan. That's a really weird collection. <laughs> I can understand Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no Blu-ray yet. You can find it on Amazon Prime, I believe. I'm not sure on Vudu. I haven't looked on Vudu yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I. this is something I would definitely like to see on Blu-ray. Oh, I would, yeah. If it, whoever would release it, I'd snag it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Just because I would mostly just because I would want to know what the special features were, get a little bit more in depth on how they handled some of the effects, mm-hmm. you know, just to have that in nature. Definitely. But other than that, uh, it's a good movie. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. I, I'll definitely keep watching it. It, like I said, without me, I can't judge three or four yet without seeing them. I want to get on that soon. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, between the ones I have seen, the first one, this one, and the remake, this one is a hell of a lot of fun. On a recommendation of yes to no, what do you give it? Double yes. Double yes. <laughs> I'm in the same boat, man. Mm-hmm. This, this one's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, again, I, I love. I'm a huge fan of Michael Ironside. He's. It's one of those characters, one of those actors for me that if he's in the movie, regardless of its, regardless of its status, you know, even if it's a shit shit movie, I'm like, oh fuck, man, it's Ironside. I gotta watch it. But other than that, that's, yeah, Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night Two. And if you're listening to this, uh. I want to let you know that the Patreon account is up and running, so please, please, if you like this episode, um, a little bit of support would go a long way. And I want to let you guys know, too, this show will always be free. The Patreon account is just, it's funds to help in case if the recorder breaks, if, you know, if we need a new hard drive to replace the computer like we had to not too long ago, that goes, the Patreon money just goes to pretty much revitalizing any kind of equipment that might go down. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Brandon M. Sockiel, that's S-A-L-K-I-L, on Twitter at bsockiel1990. Yeah, and same thing with uh, Cherry Falls. If there's any questions on the movie that you want, that you have or you want to know a little bit more, just hit me up and we'll chat about it. Other than that, we do have one Patreon now. His name is Dustin Wade Mills. Dustin! Dustin! A good friend of ours, and uh, he has a Patreon account as well. Yes. And you can find all of his movies that he's done. He's a filmmaker, talented filmmaker. The Patreon is easy to get a hold of and find. It's Dustin Mills. And uh, with that, you can see everything he's doing. And I highly, highly suggest you check out his work as well. Um, Other than that, this is Brandon and Shariah saying, if you're bored, if you're tired of watching those reruns of Desperate Housewives, go out and get yourself a rental. (laughs) (laughs) That hello, Mary, that hello, Mary Lou prom night two on VHS. Don't be a square. Mary Lou Maloney wants to be the prom queen all over again. No. Hello, Mary Lou prom night two on USA tomorrow at nine eight central.